Now, there is a subtlety here, but it's a really important subtlety. It concerns the difference between forgetting oneself as a means to an end, as a way of focusing on some objective objective reality, objective purpose, and becoming more effective in its attainment by virtue of forgetting about oneself, by virtue, if you like, of being less self-conscious. This is what Polanyi talks about all the time in subsidiary and focal awareness in tacit knowing, that the more self-conscious we become, the less effective we become. So we're forgetting ourselves as a means to an end, as a way of achieving some objective task. That's not the same thing as forgetting about oneself for the specific purpose of forgetting about oneself. And the problem with leadership and the cult of celebrity and so many of these obsessions that there are with us all the time is that very often people become obsessed with other people, with leaders, with causes, with something greater than themselves for precisely the reason that they want to forget about themselves. They want to extinguish their awareness of what they take to be their unsatisfactory lives, or if you want to put it rather more graphically, their self-loathing. And in The Ethics of Ambiguity, Simone de Beauvoir calls these the sub-men. And I'm not sure whether she was self-consciously picking up on a phrase that the Nazis themselves had used, uh, that they borrowed in the notion of the Untermensch, uh, the sub-men, the underneath men, the people who were of no significance at all compared with the great leaders. But Simone de Beauvoir points out in The Ethics of Ambiguity that there are people for whom following a cause, obeying orders, doing what they're told, and particularly placing their faith in some leader, some Führer, uh, some celebrity, maybe even some football team or some musician or some rock band or some who knows, anything you like, anybody that places their faith in someone else as a way, as a means of suppressing their awareness of their own, as they seem to think, inferiority, becomes, in Simone de Beauvoir's phrase, a sub-man. But this is exactly the kind of person who starts to use a word or a phrase like orders are orders in order to justify doing things that are, by any objective standards, monstrous, like firing rockets at civilian apartment blocks and waging war on sovereign states at the behest of a madman. So the problem of forgetting oneself is that it can take two forms. It can take the form of forgetting oneself for purposes of achieving something and therefore of not allowing one's self-consciousness to get in the way of doing that. But that's a very different kind of forgetting of oneself. That kind can perfectly well mean that the self is enhanced and returned and restored, as we said in the previous episode. But that's not the same as 
pursuing some end or following some leader or wanting to be thought to be a part of some great cause bigger than oneself as a specific means of suppressing one's awareness of oneself of forgetting about oneself because one is to oneself in some sense or other loathsome and Eric Fromm uh, writing in uh, Escape to Freedom in about 1940 I think makes the point that that kind of forgetting is usually prompted by an unbearable situation, those are his words, which would make life impossible if it were prolonged. So in other words, if you find yourself, going back previous episodes, if you find yourself in a situation where you loathe yourself, where you cannot live with yourself, where you find yourself permanently in the company of someone whom you find unbearable, then that situation makes life impossible if it is prolonged. And that's a really bad reason for wanting to forget about oneself if it means that you join in with the monstrous acts of armies or leaders or nations who are only too ready for you to throw yourself, your lot in with them to achieve their monstrous purposes because you are, in a sense, vesting your humanity in them, except that they are not worthy of it. Submen, in the second sense, only play a role, although sometimes a truly terrible role, as concentration camp guards and some of the riot police who are currently beating people up in the cities of Russia, Submen in that second sense will perfectly well do what they're told because they will see the achievement of the objectives of their leaders as being a kind of vicarious achievement for themselves. But the former kind, the kind of person who is ready to set aside the full awareness or concentration on oneself in order to achieve some goal will nevertheless recognize the role that each self can potentially have in the achievement of that goal. So even though I am forgetting myself, I will still necessarily acknowledge that it is perhaps the case that my contribution to the achievement of some goal will be vital and maybe even unique, that I have a part to play in achieving some objective task that possibly nobody else can substitute for. To forget oneself focally is not to diminish or deny one's role in the achievement of an objective end. It is to say, I will put that goal, I will put the achievement of that goal before myself, not as an escape from myself, but because I can contribute something to the achievement of that end. Conversely, the subman wants to forget himself, herself, potentially, and is prepared to do anything 
in order to buy that forgetfulness, that oblivion. So the contrast could not be more important. But it tells us in both senses something very important about the human condition. That it is only those who are fundamentally happy with themselves who can forget themselves in a positive and constructive way. And those who are least happy with themselves will be prepared to pay almost any price and to do almost anything to be rendered oblivious to the dislike they have for themselves and the loathing that they have for themselves. And in that cause, they will potentially ally themselves with even the most monstrous of purposes and leaders.